We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest on the Kansas Jayhawks from KCSN, which features multiple shows each week to keep you in the know with what's going on in Lawrence. Make sure to hit the follow button to stay up to date with all things Jayhawks. Now, let's begin the show. All right, welcome back. Uh, another episode of Ain't No C's podcast. And AB, we, I think it's time. We've kind of put it off a little bit. I guess we had a recruit on last week, but you weren't on. But mm-hmm. I think it's time. Big 12 Media Day. I think it's time to just talk Kansas football because there's buzz. There's buzz generating. And I love buzz. And Big 12 Media, the uniforms, Jalen Daniel, a lot, lot's been going on here recently. So I figured summer episode let's let's give the old football jayhawks uh the attention they deserve and let's start getting excited for the upcoming season so we got some topics we're going to roll through today we're going to talk jalen daniels um we're going to talk uniforms we're going to talk ksu fans they Mm. they they had some opinions today and nothing gets ab more fired up um than a good old rant about kansas state fans so i guess let's jump into it where i want to probably start is now this doesn't sound amazing, but KU was picked ninth in the Big 12. Hang the banners. And that's a big deal because that hasn't been done in 13 years. How much, I mean, like, is that genuinely exciting to you? Are you a, <laughs> I know you're not, but are you like a preseason things don't matter guy? I don't know. Talk me through it. They don't mean everything, but they mean something, Ryan. I mean, mm-hmm. like, 18, whenever we fired Les Miles, really, like, we would have never even thought that it was possible for a KU team to be not ranked dead last before the season, to have guys leading the first team all-conference. Like, it's it's pretty insane, the turnaround. But, I mean, it's still ninth out of 14 teams this year. Is that right? But uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. goes back to 12 next year. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's I, it's thirteen years is almost half of our lives, like quite literally. Yeah, and it's, it's just, we just got used to it, so maybe it doesn't seem like that long. And, and nothing really new happened. It felt like same cycle: new coach get excited, still suck; new coach get excited, still suck. And it just yeah. all meshed together to one. And now it's like 
kind of out of it now, and hopefully this year is more building upon that than losing the moment, momentum we had from last year. Yeah, I mean, I've gone kind of back and forth because I think after the season last year, I kind of sat there and, yeah, we returned a lot, but I was like, man, I feel like expectations are going to be really unfair for this team next year because the program's going to – or the, the conference is going to be tough and, like, it's really hard to win six, seven football games, uh, especially when you've gone through what we've gone through. That was kind of my take was – Let's temper expectations. Let's calm down. I think I'm starting to, and I, I know we are we are scarred. We we have been through trauma with this program and getting our hopes up. So I think I I try really hard to prevent myself from doing that. But just the Big 12 media today, just seeing those guys that are there. Kenny Logan's back. Jalen Daniels is back. We'll talk more about Jalen Daniels. Rich Milton can't be really, really good. Like in when I say really, oh yeah, Devin Neal, obviously he was the last one. But like we return so much. And I think I hate myself, or I will hate myself if I go into this season with the take of like, oh, you know, don't get too excited. Like, I think we should get excited. I think we should get very excited. Lance Leipold is sick. He's awesome. We have Devin Neal, we have Jalen Daniels, we have Kenny Logan back. Like I'm talking myself, and I don't know what that looks like, but I've decided I'm not going into the year with, like, let's temper expectations. I'm going in with, like, we return a shit ton of people. We have maybe one of the best coaches in the league conference, and there's no reason we can't for sure go win a bowl game and can't for sure go win, not for sure, but go win seven, eight games. I don't know. There's my rant. Six, seven, eight games. I know that's not crazy expectations, but it's almost a rant to myself. Uh, are you in a similar boat or are you still in like, let's temper expectations mode? No, I'm tired of tampering expectations. We've been doing that forever. And I just want to be excited about the college football team I root for. Um, I don't really care what the haters have to say about it, what the team fans of other teams have to say. This is semi new to us. I just want to like enjoy the ride because let's not get it twisted. Like even if Lance builds KU up to a level that we haven't seen consistently before, at least you and I, even if he does that, how confident are you that the next guy that we have to hire comes in and keeps it at that level? Like, It's not a non-zero chance that we don't just fall right back down to the cellar and we look back at this three, four, five-year span as the best time of our lives as KU football fans. So I don't want to like tamper that down at all. I just want to like honestly live in the moment and enjoy the the ride that it's going to be because it's not going to be here forever. <laughs> In a way, that was like more negative than tempering expectations. Oh well, my God, I, that was dark. I guess, but I'm trying to be realistic with it, Ryan. Like we've seen too many examples of no, <laughs> no matter who the guy is. You're, you're doing what we don't want to do. No, I'm not. Because what if Lance... deep down, what is your hope? Like deep down for KU football, this is probably, this is going to be a bad clip. I'm not even going to say it. But this is like, we're in a good spot with KU football right now. And I just don't – I'm not saying we're going to go back to winning one or two games a year, but we may not get another guy like Lance to come in and do it. I'm not going to say what I was going to say, Nick. It's just yeah. bad news for me, and I'll oh, say it later. Boring. But, no, yeah, I mean, I think – I totally see what you're saying. I'm just mainly just messing around. Mm -hmm. I think Lance can get us to the point where it would take a really bad hire – and just some incompetence by the athletic department 
assuming Lance doesn't leave like after this year, right? We need more momentum. Oh, kicked my camera. But we need more momentum than that. But if we make a bad hire, yes, we could go down back down to the one in two years. But I do think Lance, I expect over these next three, four years, will build a good enough foundation to where we could have a 10-year run of success. And I don't know what that looks like, but I just mean not being embarrassing, not being a complete disaster every Saturday. And so, I don't know. I, I'm i confident in that, but I agree with you. We should live this up. This is fun. It's fun to care about Big 12 Media Day. It's really fun, and this is a good segue, to have the Big 12 preseason offensive player of the year. Like, that's crazy. And I think people were mad about it. I mean... I, Ryan. Go ahead. You have, well, you it, takes? it kind of, yeah, because it's... Sure, it looks weird, and Devin Neal and Jalen Dane, they're awesome. Like, they're incredible. But mm-hmm. you're looking down the Big 12 depth charts, like, the people that they're arguing should have been Big 12 Player of the Year are guys like Will Howard and guys like other dudes like this that, I mean, come on, they're nice college players, but it's not like Bajon Robinson is at Texas anymore or Caleb Williams is at Oklahoma. Like, come on, we're not talking about, like, super stud talents until – I guess not until because Arch Manning's not going to play Big Twelve football. But like the and the like the bar to get there. Like if Will Howard's your argument to be offensive player of the year in the Big Twelve, what are we even arguing about? Like he's a nice player, but it's he didn't get robbed of anything. It's not like this superstar that no one's talking about. He's a fine quarterback that has a great team around him. Yeah, I mean, I I know we remember it well because it was like a thrilling five weeks. But Jalen Daniels, those first five weeks of the season pre-injury, he was outrageously good. Like, that dude did whatever he wanted on the football field. If he wanted to keep it and run for 20 yards, he did. If he wanted to sling it deep, he did. He was so good. He looked like a pro quarterback. And then we also forget he then showed up to the bowl game, struggles a little bit early, and then shatters like every – bowl game passing record or something like that. I can't remember what it all it was. Maybe it was the Liberty Bowl specifically. I can't even remember. But he put up just outrageous numbers in that game, led back, led one of the greatest comebacks in KU football history in that game. Like, he's just awesome. He just is. And I, I get that people have a hard time, kind of like when we say we, we have a hard time getting our hopes up. I think people have a hard time seeing a Kansas player and taking them serious. But, like, Jalen Daniels – I don't know that there's many people I would look around the league and say I'd rather have than him at any position. I mean, that's probably absurd because I haven't done a whole lot of digging, but like Jalen Daniels is pretty sick. And it's it's just crazy that Lance has got us to this point where it's July and we're ranting about how excited we are about football and it's like legitimate. We return 17 out of 22 starters, I believe, um, which I think is like the most in the country. Am I accurate on that? Nick, if you have any uh, confirmation in the chat, throw me some. But it's something like that. Like we return a whole lot. And I don't know. I can't decide what I truly expect out of the season, but I'm I'm talking myself into more um, more success than I probably was thinking like two months ago. Yeah, Nick said that 10 starters on offense coming back from last year and lost the yeah. tackle, got it, brought in one of the top tackles in the country in the transfer portal. Um, 
So yeah, everyone, I, I do have a question about Jalen winning preseason player of the year. Yeah. If he wins, like if he actually wins the award come early December, late November, whenever they come out with it, where does that put him Heisman wise? Because last year when he was balling out, he was top what five or six in the Heisman odds. Yeah, I mean, he um, was. But Cole Cole asked this question when that came out last week. Where does does that put him like top five in the Heisman at least? I mean, Max Duggan won it last year. Obviously, TCU went to the national championship and everything, so probably a little different. But he was what third in the Heisman, fourth in the Heisman. He was definitely there. I mean, that was. It kind of also says like, what is what does KU need to do as a program for Jalen to win that award? Like, if they only win six games, seven games on the season, is that good enough for him to win that award, even if he's putting up absurd numbers? I mean, probably not at six and six. What what was Louisville when Lamar won it? I want to say they were like eight and four, weren't they? I'm trying to look no that idea. up. But I don't know. I mean, they're probably not giving it to a team that goes six and six since playing in the cheese at bowl or where like whatever it is. Like but like but if I will eight say and four and top five in the Big Twelve and he's that electric. KU football being eight and four and having the best player in the country on offense or best player in the league on offense is going to generate. I like that's going to be a major storyline, just as it was the first five weeks. We were one of the bigger storylines in college football. So, like, if you expand that over a full season, you're eight and four, and Jalen's doing what he was doing the first five games last year, then I think eight wins would get him at least to, or maybe not to the ceremony, but definitely in the conversation up until the final week but just so tough because the sc i mean you're just gonna have guys that they're 12 and 0 they're 11 and 1 and and they're killing it so and they're always going to be there it's just Mm -hmm. tough you gotta win games to uh be considered for the heisman but all right we got to take a quick break but really i guess we're not taking a break we just got to talk about home field we're back working with home field apparel which is just elite news it's it's great to hear you love to see it we've we've talked we've worn their stuff before uh i mentioned last pod we wanted circus font we've been begging adidas which probably shouldn't be talking about other brands on this but we've been begging them to bring back circus font for uniforms they won't they won't do it they did it for an alternate but like circ uh home field was just like all right here you go we are, we're giving you circus font. They gave us the hoodie. They gave us the t-shirt. They kill it. They've got the, uh, let's see. They've got over 150 plus colleges to choose from, obviously, including your favorite teams. Uh, they, they really like dig into the history. I'm trying to read this like bullet point thing. And it's just not a great way to describe home field because the best way to talk about home field is to talk about, they just, AB, we were talking before. Their social media game's incredible. Their marketing is incredible. Uh, is there anyone that even comes close to home field? No, and it's like the retro stuff they bring out, it it truly makes me go look at other schools' apparel. And I'm not really that kind of guy. Like, if I'm <laughs> buying stuff, it's KU Chiefs, Royals, you know, whatever. I, you know, I peek around at some other schools. It's just cool stuff. It's different stuff that you don't see, like, all the time. Um, and yeah, it's, it, I was so pumped when they sent us that package last year and got to open up some brand new shoes. It was like Christmas morning, to be honest. We had no idea what we were getting, but we knew it was going to be good. Yeah. Nick perfectly said it. Like 
I almost bought Youngtown Youngstown State gear. Like that's what home field will do for you. Is like you're strongly considering going all in on Youngstown State. I don't even know what their mascot is, but I guarantee it's fire. Um, yeah. The so, and the other thing, the other thing is like their gear is actually legit. Like it's it's comfortable. It's good. My fiance loves it. It's great. Like it it's perfect for for men, women, kids, adults, everybody. So. Go give them a look. Uh, visit Homefield website, uh, homefieldapparel.com. Uh, and like we said, more colleges than just KU. If you're a non-KU fan listening, if you have family that's not a KU fan, go go fill them in about Homefield or buy them a nice little gift um, that's Homefield. So shout out Homefield. We're pumped to be partnering with them again. But let's get back to the Hawks. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right. I didn't realize we were going to break. We did. I'm a, I'm a true pro here. But <laughs> so the other thing I want, we, we talked about Jalen. We're excited about that. But I also want to talk about, which this is also partly Jalen, the new uniforms. And now there was some funny things that came out about that. If you see it on Jalen Daniels, you see it on Devin Neal, you see it on Kenny Logan, you're like, these are the greatest football uniforms of all time. And before we get into all the details about the uniforms, did you see the picture of the random guy on the KU website as like the, the model, the marketing guy wearing the KU football uniform? No, I, I oh, don't think I did. It was so funny. I wish we could add the picture. I mean, just took that uniform from looking like one of the coolest uniforms out there to looking like the worst uniform of all time. It was simply just modeling. And mm -hmm. no offense to that guy, but he was not built to be wearing that football jersey. Um, sure he's a great dude. But but my favorite part about the jersey is it just it, we we needed a switch like this. We needed to just yes. kind of get away. That was you could argue for ten years. The only exciting thing about KU football was getting to see which jerseys we threw out each weekend. And sometimes they were absolute fire. Sometimes they were kind of weird. But it was just a almost annoying to be wearing something different every single week it felt like and now it just feels like we're a real program wearing real uniforms and feels way more i don't know legit 
Is that is that fair? Yeah, that's crazy. That's been ten years since the whole like uniform takeover. Because I remember it was like right before I went off to KU, and like Ben Heaney and all these guys are wearing them, and I don't even think we saw half of them. There was a black one. I don't think we ever saw, but. Um, yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. And I have the same take in the NBA, like the playoffs, you got the Miami heat wearing like blue and orange. And it's like, what are we doing here? Like just, you, you have your colors, wear your jerseys one or two times a year, switch them up. Sure. I'm all for it, but I can't tell you, you kind of got to it a little bit earlier. There was nothing worse than trying to get any service on our phones at a tailgate just to see what jerseys they were wearing. Cause it comes out like an hour and a half or two hours before. Yeah. And they're just, you're screwed at that it. point. Yeah. Yeah. But and your point about the NBA, which I just have to get this take off. One please. of the biggest travesties in sports history is that LeBron completing game seven win huh? over Golden State. He was wearing sleeves. They wore t shirts <laughs> in a game seven of the NBA finals. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who who I think have pretty solid uniforms, are cool color combo. They wore black t shirts. <laughs> In one of the biggest games in NBA history, it drives me crazy. You always got to be traditionally. I, like you said, alternates are fun. I think KU basketball does a really good job of wearing alternates for certain fun games. But when it's time for business, KU basketball is wearing what they what they're meant to be wearing. They're wearing the traditionals, and and that's important to me. So KU football now having that traditional look is uh, I'm a big fan of it. They looked good. Now, I don't even know if I want to get that into this. Come on. But did you see the K-State people being like, you guys put sleeve, you put stripes on your sleeves. You're copying us. Yep. Like K-State invented stripes. Shoulder stripes. Yep. <laughs> invented in Manhattan, Kansas uh, 311 years ago um, before yeah. it was even settled as a town. Um, but yeah, it's, Which it's is funny because that's how long they've been wearing those uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of copying they they took the Dallas Cowboys jerseys and just made them theirs. So I don't want to hear it from them. Um, yeah, that was insane. I I've doing, been trying to do my best to avoid Twitter lately because it's just, you if there's nothing guy? going on, no, I haven't done threads. I don't want to get looped into that. If Twitter actually falls through, I'll, I'll go to threads, but I don't, it, it came threads. at a bad time. If there, if threads came out. <laughs> At, on selection Sunday, I'd be on threads, but it's like, what am I going to, I don't like, I don't even need Twitter to look through stuff. Now it's nothing Twitter's done wrong to me. I just don't mm. really care about like being up to date on anything at this point in the calendar year. So I just kind of forget about it. Um, Here's the thing about threads. I, I got all excited about threads cause I was really bored one night, the night it came out, but it was, it gave me big energy of like, you know, when you're on a bachelor party and everybody shows up and you just start, I mean, you go way too hard the first day. You mm -hmm. drink 25 beers on day one. You're having a blast. You're so excited to be there. And then the next morning, you get ready to go to breakfast, and everyone's just miserable. And nobody has fun day two, day three. That's what I felt like happened with Threads. We all showed up on Threads, myself included. And I was like, I'm just going to fire away Threads. I don't even care. I'm just going to fire out jokes. I'm going to recycle old jokes. I tweeted out the double-teamed uh, video that mm -hmm. I did five years ago and by day two i was like all right i'm out on threads Let's what do they call that on threads like on twitter i sent a tweet did you send a thread is it that simple which is weird i think yeah but so i heard this too um 
tweets like that sounds really stupid too We're, we've just been doing it for 15 yeah. years like the first time we saw tweets it was what are we talking about and is it a bird literally think about um, we we say did you see that tiktok we just say that <laughs> like it's normal hey did you see that tiktok i sent mm-hmm. you all right well now the social media pod here um that's fine where were we where were jerseys we? copying <laughs> you know yeah in and then the other thing, so sticking on the the area of Jalen Daniels being really cool, today he showed up to media day where in what I felt was a power move. He wears, I mean, he looks great, but he's wearing a chain that has clip highlights of him last year looping. Like, that's awesome. And I loved it. But back to the K-State fans, I saw them tweeting, or I saw one specific tweet that they all loved that was like, this is so corny. And listen, I can take, oh. I can handle corny jokes. I, I love to call things corny, but there's nothing, there's no program, there's no NBA team, there's no NFL team, there's nothing that is more corny than the Kansas State Wildcats. So for me to see that being slung out there on on the old Twitter thread, Twitter timeline was was outrageous what'd you think of the necklace by by Jalen and, and thoughts on k-state fans calling anything corny the necklace was good the chain it was great uh their kids let him have fun he just got a big accomplishment the k-state part the corniness you said it let's list some examples ryan we know we love them uh when they hire their football co- their football team's motto is win the dang day that's not corny at all and then when they get their basketball coach it's win the tang day and he's the corniest motherfucker of all time Apparently, KU and K-State basketball programs have been close, uh, or they were close from, like, what, 1920 to 1960 or whatever he said that one time. When we looked back, it wasn't whatsoever close at all. Um, the other thing, we've talked about decade of dominance DVDs for so long. That's the corniest thing anyone's ever seen. Like, there's just so many examples of them trying I mean, to hold this high ground on people and be on this pedestal that they've never earned. Like, what? I guess they're defending Big 12 champs. Cool. We said it last year. That is their peak. They cannot do better than that as a football program. So enjoy it. Live it up. They're in the same boat as we are. They're on an awesome <laughs> run right now. They're living it out. They know it's never going get to be- get better. It might get a little bit worse. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, if they want to live it up, that's fine. But don't don't bring the corny stuff into it. All you guys do is pull corny moves. You forgot the, the low-hanging fruit, which has been overplayed. But, like, Eco Cat, was that what it was called? Where they introduced the the wildcat that was like eco friendly or something. God, no. I really thought you would remember that. Well, just their Again, mascot I, in general is corny as hell. It's a yeah, I a mean, person I, with a. a I'm a strong head. advocate of getting poor Willie a body. It's a yeah, shame please. that that program that that department doesn't have have the funds available to get their mascot a full Can body. Can we talk about um, that for a sec? <laughs> sure. I, I don't can't remember if we talked about it on here or not, but. KU revenue wise, few spots oh. higher than K State this year oh. for athletics, and that was always a big thing they like to bring up. So, as we know, the goalposts will keep on moving until they have nothing <laughs> left to do. But that's why I want to beat them so bad. Like, if they're getting this triggered about stripes on shoulders and preseason awards, boy, oh boy, can you imagine the evening on Twitter or at the party after when you're with fans of both sides? just all the ammo you'll have in that moment. And you've been saving up for 15 years. That's just going to be a beautiful day and no one's going to be able to tell us anything. 
for it's a full it. year. And it's going to happen at some point. We never know when. I'm, I'm done with the prediction game. This year feels like a good year to do it. I don't know if it will happen. But again, when it happens, it's going to be a top tier day. Uh, this year, it, it does feel like it's going to happen. Don't, it, Brian. We're not going to get into that yet. But don't I'm just telling it. you. Just telling you. Um, One other thing that I sneaky love about, I mean, just on the topic of corniness. I find it absolutely hilarious. And this is like all all jokes aside, this could be anybody. But you know how like every school kind of has that song that they love? And I'm not talking about Sandstorm for them. But like, I don't know, KU, if you think back to their old intro videos, it was this cool instrumental that KU fans love. Or or like Dream On, I don't know, like that that classic song that they'll play at late night and stuff. I don't know why I find this so funny. And you may not even be aware of this, but... The Kansas State fan base is absolutely obsessed with the song Stand Up for the Champions. Oh, yeah. And I find that song to be... Stand up for the champions. (laughs) Like, that's just not a song that gets me, like, fired up. No, it's FIFA World Cup music, it feels like, (laughs) coming in and out of breaks. It just is very funny to me, but whatever. I get it. it. if it was Do KU, you? I'd probably find a way to be like, oh, I love that song. But I don't know. It. I just thought those two instances were very funny. Um, them thinking Jalen Daniels chain today, which was like just very cool. Very cool. Um, them calling it corny and then them inventing stripes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an entertaining week. So um, let's see. What else do I got from Big 12 Media Day Oh man, not a whole lot. You want to talk golf for like an hour? I'd love to, but not sure we'd keep everyone tuned in unless <laughs> I'd I'd still um would love to launch a a uh, YouTube channel where we just play golf and it's called Ain't No Shanks. Dude, Thoughts? I I'm telling you, man, I would be I'd be so down because I know that would just improve my golf game, and I'm at I'm at the point. Or anything. Let's take a break and get back into this because I've got a little bit of a rant that I want to get on and talk yeah. to you about. That's going to keep people coming back. Hey, we're going to talk golf <laughs> when we return. It's from the, the middle break. of the summer. Everyone loves the <laughs> golf. All right, we'll be back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. I will say this about the golf idea. Can you imagine how fun it'd be to just go like do a YouTube video of us playing golf against Mitch and Chris Tehan or us versus Gurley uh, gambling five hundred hole. Gurley and Bill versus me and you. Who says no? Yeah, Bill. Easy. I'm sure if we just hit up Bill right now, he'd be down yeah. to go play quick nine. What's he got on his schedule? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, so that'll be fine. It'll be, a, but, it'll be no. an afternoon walk. Okay, so I, I, like I was saying, I just want to do anything that makes me a better golfer because I've been getting the itch big time this year, unlike any other time in my life, really. And I got really frustrated. And I almost just gave up on this dream last weekend. I played four times last week. And I comfortably broke 100, which for me, you're going to laugh because you can do that in like two rounds total. But like I shot like a 95. I was, you know, I was feeling all right feeling decent, like things that I'd work on, like showing improvement, more consistent contact, like solid contact. 
And then I played two days later and it was like, I had never played the sport in my life. And it, it really, really upset me. So I don't know if that's like, just get used to it. Cause that's going to keep happening. Um, but yeah, I don't know that, that that's golf, dude. It's so, uh, it's very frustrating. I, two weeks ago, I had back-to-back days. I shot 72, 74. And I'm like, I'm get, I get home and I'm like, oh my God, I figured it out. I have cracked the code. I felt this. I, I made this little adjustment to my swing. I'm like, I figured it out. I'm a good golfer. Maybe I'll pursue a pro career. I was like locked in. I was like, I'm going to practice. Block. I'm going to buy new wedges. I'm going to get good at golf. I'm going to try. I went out two days later, shot like 83. Mm. Like it just... You leave that course, it doesn't matter what you found in that time, it's going to change. You're going to come back. There's going to be something else slightly wrong with your swing. The key is, though, like you said, you got to be consistent. You got to play a lot. If you don't play a lot, you're never going to get good. And that doesn't mean go rip a thousand balls off the driving range. That's what a lot of people think practicing is, which I mean, I don't, but I don't know. I'm not good at practicing either, but I do play a lot. Um, But it's the best. And tell me this, A.B., just Uh to bring this back to KU football. Would you rather KU beats K-State this year or I tell you that by next summer you are consistently shooting below 85 for like the whole summer? Does it expire at the end of the summer? Do I carry that on the rest of my life and remember everything about Uh, it? It's up, it's up to you. You have the momentum going, but you still have to practice and, and keep yourself at that level. But I, I'm not your fingers. No, no. Can you I'll, get I'll there yourself? To, I'll continue yeah. to house beers in my, you know, you know, on the course and have fun and try and make some changes to be competent. I don't need to be shooting 82. I just need to be shooting like 89. If I can get, if I can get to a point where I'm breaking 90 somewhat consistently, sure. Yeah, you beat in K-State, man. I mean, we just talked about that. That would be – I just called it. When it, the night it happens is going to be a top-tier night. I don't it think – I don't think shooting 84 at Heritage is like a top-tier afternoon. Like, it's cool, but it's not memorable, I guess. So what about a hole-in-one? What if I told you you get a hole-in-one? Mm, no, because I'm, I'm really still on the pursuit either. of a hole-in-one. Right. Really that, like, yeah. you, you might take that because, like, you go up to every par three and that's what you're shooting for. For me, it's like I just want to put it on the green. I just want to get the ball in the air. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be something if I knocked one in before you did? That would be tough. Be tough. Would, I, but Would you actually be annoyed, though? Like, if, if we were golfing no. together, would you be excited a little bit? But, like, inside, would you be like, dude, fuck this, man. This guy no. sucks. I just saw him no. shank three in a row into the woods. And now he's got a hole in one before I do. Dude, I once saw a guy win a a BMW after scolding a six iron that went two feet off the ground and rolled the entire way down like the fairway, rolled into the hole for a hole in one, and he won a BMW. And I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Uh-huh. So hole in ones are just fun, if, especially if you witness one. I've only witnessed one of them, but they are very fun to be a part of so no you're an absolute hater if you're like sour at all if somebody in your group gets a hole in one now who knows if it lost me a bunch of money or something maybe but um yeah i don't I know another question about oh do you fear hitting your first hole in one by yourself a lot yes 
we're actually our course right now is a renovation going on where the T their normal T box on a par three has been pushed up like 70 yards. So it's now a 75 yard. No, it's a 90 yard par three. So it went from like a 185 yard par three to a 90 yard par three. And the other day I was playing by myself and I hit just like a little wedge, just a little flick of the wrist wedge and almost spun it back into the hole. And I was like, that would have sucked. One, I would have been alone. Two, it would have been on a fake hole. Like I was going to say, does that, yeah. How much does that count in your book? If it's a, a 90 yard under renovation hole compared to a, like 147 yard par three over the water. U.S. Open had an 80-yard par three. True. Very true. But hey, I don't know. If you're in and one, you're in and one. But it's more like how do how do you personally feel about it? I'd be pumped regardless, but we're on a different level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd still be pumped. It's cool to hold. I've like I've holed out a few times, and that's always a thrill. Yeah. It's not a hole in one, but it's I still... bet you hole out from 75, 80 yards like once a summer, probably no. Mm, no. I I hold out from 125 a few summers ago. I actually hold out for birdie. I I hit my second ball off a tree and then hit a punch shot from the trees mm-hmm. that rolled up the green, hold out from like 140. So that was cool for birdie, which was annoying. Uh, no, I would not say I hold out from 80 yards every year. Um, that's tough. Holding out is very hard to do. Oh, yeah. and I'm not no, that good. Easy. I'm not well, like hitting you're... darts to four feet. No, but you're consistent enough to like, get it within 20 feet most of the time and if you're within 20 feet you got to think with as much as you play like you know yeah you would think you're gonna find some luck think i could get a hole in one too one one last question on the old golf uh what would you try and fix first if there's nothing like really solid in your game but nothing like truly awful either oh probably short game yeah. Because like I feel like you can hit the ball and you're not playing courses that are super tight. Like you can let it fly off the off the uh tee and if you're missing fairways, you're probably going to be okay. You can get the ball up to the green in a few shots. The issue is I bet you three putt a lot. I mm-hmm. bet you chunk chips. I bet you yeah. add well, strokes around the green. That's the biggest thing. It's I'm not really chunking chips. I'm more doing the thing where it's going two yards forward, but 25 yards to my right. It's hitting the little the shaft part, whatever that's called. Oh, that's a shank, I believe. Are you shanking it? <laughs> yeah, on some chips. Yeah, I am. And it gets really free. Because there are sometimes I'll just fucking put it within like five feet and I'll feel good. And it's like feels really nice. I'm also pulling most of mine when I do hit them solid um, or how, I'm, how I want to. But yeah, just. I also think short games just something you have so much – that to me, you have so much control. Like, there's no reason anybody out there can't go consistently two putt holes. Like, it's crazy when I watch people, and I, I mean, three putting happens, but like mm-hmm. the people that three putt 10, 10 times around, it's like you just cut that in half, you're saving yourself five strokes. Like, come on, folks. Like, let's two putt some. some <laughs> Yeah, I so I tried your claw a couple times. I just couldn't figure it out to be like uh, there were times it felt okay, and I definitely felt more in control. But I just it felt too unnatural to continue doing. But I will say, Mm. when I went back to the normal, I felt like I had way more control just by like changing from going that to the other to back to the original, 
and I felt like I, I switch like putting grips like every speed. month. It's yeah. just because the second you go back to the old one, you think you found something, and then you'll get mm-hmm. sick of that one. You'll go back to the other one. You just got to keep repeating until you get yeah. good at one of them for real. So, all right. Well, wow. We just uh, we really did just talk golf for ten minutes. I'm sure um, mm-hmm. people are either gonna absolutely like that or despise it. Um, but either way, it's July. And, ain't no uh, shanks, baby. Ain't no shanks, except for AB, who sounds like he's Let's, he's shanking we, some chips. That's why we start the series, man. We gotta yeah. get gotta get rid of him. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back next week. Rock chalk. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.